1: Hello, Gaining Momentum community. Welcome back for another mini Abby, how is your week going?
0: It's going all right. It is allergy season. So Ooh. if you hear me loud breathing on the mic, it's because I can't breathe out <laughs> of my nose. <nails.
1: laughs> oh, I forgot about how severe your out all- seasonal allergies are.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a good time. I'm always like, oh my gosh, everything's starting to grow. And then I was like, oh yeah, my body's thoroughly rejecting the growing season.
1: Yeah, new n- rebirth and newness of like the spring season, the spring equinox. Your body's yeah. like, I'm My not. Body's like, shut this. it down,
0: shut it down. My allergies just really drain me. I get super tired too. Yeah, and so like this morning, I was taking an antihistamine, and then I couldn't remember. I was like. I feel like I'm going through that. You know, sometimes you're like, did I do this? Did I not? So then I was like, cool. I've either taken zero reactant or three. Like, I'm not (laughs) sure. (laughs) So I'm very stoned.
1: (laughs) And let's go to the park. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Who wants to go on a car ride? Are you sure it's not just parenthood that's draining you?
0: (laughs) Well, that's the thing I can't tell anymore. Like, Mm -hmm. it's parenthood. It's allergies. It's my kids' big feelings, which are great. Like, we're totally encouraging big feelings, but Mm -hmm. like they get big sometimes.
1: Oh my goodness. Can I ever relate? We had had some help over the last few weeks with spring break. um, And it was like a big decision to do this, but my, my parents did come and stay with us. We haven't seen them since the summer. So it was like a very big deal and lots of negotiating with our own feelings around COVID and Mm -hmm. what was going to be okay. But anyway, in the end, we needed childcare. That was just sort of the bottom line.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: My littlest though, is just like, absolutely devastated by their exit and they went home and like he had a horrible day at daycare like you're saying like big feelings daycare teacher told me that every transition was just like a meltdown and very upset all day mm-hmm. and we're i keep i keep waiting for it to ease off but we're still it's, it just keeps flaring up like every time he remembers that like they've left and I'm like, oh man, they're just like little receptacles. They demonstrate everything that we're all probably feeling.
0: Yeah. I've been wondering that lately. I was like, I wonder if there's a chance that my child is hormonally still connected to me. Where Ooh. when like something shifts with me, if yeah. he's the, is it bellwether, bell ringer, whatever that phrase is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's the signaler that times maybe. are changing.
1: Yeah. Like that's, that's a wild thing to actually think about. Cause like there, maybe there's like an actual science in that whatever it is, even if it's just like, cause you spend so much time with this being and you know them so well that like, they're like very responsive to your, to what's happening for you.
0: Yeah. Well, what's happening for me right now is full body resistance to the word mama.
1: Ooh. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I feel like it's just like, yeah, just the way the different, (laughs) like all the different things that, that can be wrung out of those two syllables. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like
1: it could be so sweet. Like mama. Yeah. Or it could be like the most horrifically annoying whiny two syllables in the entire world.
0: Yes. And oh, so, no. yeah, we're running the gamut where, yeah, I've had like the really lovely mama where I'm like, oh, that's so loving and beautiful. <laughs> and to like mama where I'm like, I will literally rip out each one of my fingernails to avoid hearing <laughs> that again.
1: <laughs> my name is Abby to you.
0: Actually, <laughs> yeah. moving forward. You child can call me Abby.
1: Yeah. This is off the table. It's Abby. It's, it's Abby <laughs> actually from now on. And then he would start doing that and you'd probably be annoyed.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. And then I'd be like, it's cool. I'm just going to change my name. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go buy a, a symbol. See how yeah. you deal with that. <laughs> the mother formerly that. known as Abby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. What would your symbol be? Ooh. What would my symbol be? feel like maybe a crown with a B. bee. Ooh, yes! Because you know, it would I have could pretend I'm in Queen in Bee. is in a representative of the Beehive, Beyonce, of course. Yeah, <laughs> and it would be purple. I feel. Oh yeah, so that's a like bit your of, yeah
1: signature color. <laughs> what would mine be? I feel like mine would be a middle finger. <laughs> Love <my> it.
0: Shape. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're like I don't have to say a word. I've I got everything in my symbol.
1: This is all you need to know about me as a parent.
0: <laughs> the parent formerly known as Megan. Man, we're feeling very edgy as parents today, aren't we? <laughs> well, now I'm thinking of like that Beyonce song where it's like middle fingers up. Oh my God,. Yeah. Yeah, that song
1: speaks to me every time. Yeah. Yeah, it might be the fact that we're like a year into a pandemic. I don't
0: know, just throwing it out there. Oh man, <laughs> <It's>
1: brutal. <laughs> brutal.
0: A year, 10 years, I will believe either one. Yeah. Well, this will maybe be like the
1: legendary family stories that we're sharing down the road and that our kids are sharing. About yeah. How we, family history. Yeah. How we made our way through this like global event. That's just like, you know, probably one of the most significant of the modern era.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's please knock on wood, the only pandemic of our lifetime. Yeah. I can't even think about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, oh, let's God. think about family histories and our awesome conversation with twinness. Oh my
1: gosh. So amazing. And I'm so keen for everyone to hear the next part of that conversation. But the first part, uh, we got lots of really like beautiful feedback from people about how it resonated Mm -hmm. and how much they loved um, the episode and just hearing her speak from lots of themes around like that they could like listen to her
0: speak all day that she Mm -hmm. had like
1: so much to offer. And she got Them thinking more about their own family histories and their own stories um, in really like powerful ways Um, and lots of reflecting from folks uh, coming through about just like really appreciating like the indigenous perspective and Mm -hmm. talking about like decolonizing our understandings of self and history and all those pieces that sort of came up.
0: Well, if that resonated, get ready for part two, because there's more where that came from. We expand on the idea of decolonization and talking about it in our families. Mm -hmm, But before we get there, what did people say on the polls for this past episode? Sort of a mixed bag in terms of what
1: people's experiences were with knowing a lot about their family histories. Mm -hmm. So like mostly people have some knowledge and some understanding of their family stories and their histories. But there were quite a few people who um, reported that they didn't and that they didn't have those experiences or that those things weren't shared, um, you know, so much, but it was interesting to see that universally the things that people did know about their family histories have really informed how they understand themselves. Um, like Mm -hmm. seriously, universally, like everybody basically said, yeah, like those things that I do know, um, impact how I understand myself and universally everyone, Reflected that they are sh- sharing those things within their own families now, with their own kids in their own life. So, um, Ooh,
0: even if it on to the next generation. Yeah. So even
1: if people didn't have like a lot of experience or have a lot of those stories to share, whatever was there, and then of course the folks that did have a lot of that is resonating in terms of identity, and then passing on those identity pieces to their own kids. So I thought that was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. You know what? I would be curious to know about too. Mm-hmm. For people who said that those stories were shared. I'm wondering now, because has talked a lot about her grandfather sharing those stories with her, mm. if it would be more people who had a lot of grandparent involvement yeah. and if those were the people in their lives who were sharing them. Yeah, I would
1: love to know that. Maybe that's a follow up question after next week's. Who did you learn from? Right. Like where were those? Because mm-hmm. That's not how it was framed in the discussion. So um, on uh, in our Instagram discussion,
0: yeah, we can multiple choices. Yeah,
1: I would love to know that. What about you? Well, like h- how did those things come through in your world?
0: That's funny. I was just going to say the same thing. Uh, I'm learning it more as I get older. I'm learning it from my parents. I didn't grow up with my grandparents around. Uh, They were back in Nigeria and my mom's mom passed away when my mom was a teenager. So I never got the chance to meet her, but I, yeah, I'm learning more now. I'm also finding I'm more curious Totally, because I feel like Growing up, maybe I was more concerned with fitting in mm-hmm. and shrinking myself to the boxes right. so that I wouldn't feel different. Right. Whereas now I want to know about the stuff that sets my family apart. I want to know about the things that make us different from the people around totally. us. Whereas before I like, I wasn't interested in those. Stories. Yeah, that's really
1: interesting. That's, that's something I've heard from other people. And I think is a sentiment I share that, you know, it's like, as you move into adulthood, I don't know if it just comes with maturity and a sense of self and like wanting to develop that mm-hmm. sense of self in a much more intentional way that um, our interests tend to like flare up around that family history. And the unfortunate thing is sometimes we're losing the access that we maybe would have had mm-hmm. earlier to that information. Like that's a common sentiment that you'll hear people share. I wish I would ask more questions. I wish I would have. And I-, I share some of those sentiments for sure. But I think I did get lucky in that, like, I, I did grow up with grandparents around. They were present in my life in lots of different ways. Um, so I think I, benefit, I did benefit from that in terms of, like, getting some of that information early on. And then
0: were your grandparents in Alberta?
1: Yeah. So both my, my dad's parents were lived in the same town as me. So, oh, like, okay. constant presence in our life. But then my, my mm-hmm. mom's actually from Boston. And so my other grandparents were in Boston area. So we still,
0: it just took like everything I had in me to not try to do an awful I know, I'm Boston like, it's asset. coming, pack the car
1: and have it yet. <laughs> <laughs> I lost my grandfathers like as like a young adult, but I, I actually only in the last few years lost one of my grandmothers and one of my grandmothers is still around and she's 95, Wow. my Boston grandma.
0: Nice. So Boston's strong.
1: Yeah, seriously. She's like a, she's totally like a Boston Old lady stereotype, too, like just like raspy (laughs) New England accent, like just such a badass. She's kind of my hero in a lot of ways. She's pretty incredible.
0: So that's one of your awesome family stories. Mm-hmm. What are you excited to talk to your kids about? Like, is there a family story that you're like, this is a legacy story that we need to make sure it gets passed down. So interesting.
1: Cause I was thinking about this earlier. Cause you know, has just had, was just like, so like um, bubbling over with so many stories. And I was like, mm-hmm. what are, what are my stories? And one that like comes to mind, that's, it's a bit of a bummer. I'm, I'm going to just preface with that, but I actually also think it's a real story of like resilience and overcoming, but my grandmother told me this story, like in the later years of her life, when I was like a young adult, it was a late night gab session at the kitchen table, but I had never really known too much about her father and his story. So she sat me down and she told me this, um, the story kind of of his youth and his childhood. And it was kind of a sad story. He was an immigrant from, uh, Eastern Europe and like upon immigrating his birth mother was kicked in the head by a horse on the farm oh. and died. Okay, when he was very young, and then his father remarried, like pretty quickly, and mm-hmm. she was not a very kind person. So he went. Mm-hmm. He was like sent to like an institution because they were okay. like, "Oh, he's like the stepmom, like didn't really want him around."
0: Sorry, was your was this, was his name Cinderella?
1: I know, <laughs> right? So he
0: anyway, so he was
1: sent away, and then once he was a teenager um they went and like picked him up I guess and like brought him back oh he interesting was, like... but because it's like kind of cruel like he was old enough to, to work be on use. the farm
0: yeah oh, no. totally
1: and so what I think is so badass about the story though is that this is a legend anyways that he at 15 lied about his age and he uh, enlisted oh wow in the military and he went to world war one whoa I know right so I was like it's a really sad story and it there's a lot of trauma in that story uh-huh. But I also think it's a story of such like resiliency and like grit and overcoming. So it's one that I feel like I might like modify and like include more details over the years with my kids. But it's like when there's hardship, it's it's in your blood to overcome and be strong. Yeah, you've and, got good
0: Stanley stock running through your veins.
1: Yeah. And like, I think the really beautiful thing about that, too, is that he moved on to be like a wonderful, loving parent yeah. and grandparent. He broke and, the He like, was able to like move forward in his life with like a lot of love. And most people kind of reflect on him pretty aff- affectionately. So that's one of mine. What about you? What are some of your stories? Uh
0: Mine is not nearly as detailed. Um, it's, mine's more of just a fun fact, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm excited to share that I what my great grandma. One of my great grandmothers was a princess. Get out of here. Not like a colonizing like ruin everyone's yeah. life, princess, yeah, but like, uh, <laughs> she's not a Victoria or an Elizabeth, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but a princess of the town that my family's from, my father's family's from in Nigeria, That's amazing, yeah. And you... not only was she a princess, I mean, yeah. it was like more a title than like a no, duty or I like, to a know lifestyle. Everything. yeah, but she lived to be at least 104, <gasps> get out, which of is here. wild. And we say at least because you can't, like. Yeah. Didn't she doesn't really know. She didn't really know when she was born. And they just like based on the events that she remembered in her lifetime, (gasps) they were able to date it. And so, yeah, like a hundred and four year old princess.
1: That's incredible. And so she was a princess in the town that you said your dad grew up in. Yes. That's amazing. Yeah. You're basically royalty. I, yeah. Clear. I
0: mean, I feel, I know, right? I was thinking that earlier when I picked my symbol for I was going to say, call back Wintersabi. to your symbol. <laughs> <laughs> that was unintentional. But now I'm like, oh yeah, that works.
1: So how <laughs> are you going to share that with your own son, like in your own, in
0: your own life? Are you just going to like integrate the royalty? Um, I'm going to mm-hmm. sit him down. I'm going to watch Coming to America. No, I'm just kidding. to <laughs> <laughs> Watch the second one. Oh, I haven't done that yet. I think I just want to sit with the original. Yeah,
1: I I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's a real risk. <laughs> um, no, I think, yeah, I think we'll just talk about it. He's like kind of getting a little bit into like we watched Tangled. Is, uh, Rapunzel wasn't a princess, was she? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't. She, I, I don't know. No, oh, yeah, she was. She was. Yeah, she so was, we recently yeah. watched Tangled. So I think as we get into like the princess of it all, then we'll mm-hmm. be like, actually. FYI, All princesses weren't white and blonde haired yeah
1: no <laughs> kidding right jesus i'm just thinking about the frog prince but i guess was not a princess she, yeah, yeah I, the
0: princess and the frog so i think she must yeah. be him i haven't watched it yet
1: oh it's a good one i like it the music's great it's very it's got a new orleans vibe nice. but that's like i mean that's a really important thing to be unpacking too right but everybody should be unpacking that with their kids yeah. not just in your family yeah.
0: not not every princess is white and not everybody <laughs> loses a parent at a really young age these are the things yeah. we need to learn, unlearn from Disney movies.
1: Oh, there's so much to be unlearned. I mean, that's like why we have Disney Plus, I feel, at this point. That's how I'm justifying <laughs> it. I'm like, this is actually our unlearning
0: curriculum. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of curriculums, next mm-hmm. episode, when we have the rest of our two in mm-hmm. conversation, she talks to mm-hmm. us a little bit about her PhD journey as well. So curriculum and yep. instruction and a lot more storytelling. It's going to be a good one. It is. Join us next week. We acknowledge that gaining momentum is recorded, produced, and
1: edited on the unceded territory of the Sealic Okanagan people
0: and the Coast Salish peoples, including the territories of the Musqueam, Squamish, and Tsleil-Waututh nations. Gaining momentum. Gaining. Uh, we hosted Making an Abby. With
1: artwork by Cathoo Katja. Music by Evan Guy Sartre.
0: Please check our show notes with each episode for more information on Catherine and Evan, plus how you can stay in touch with us through email, Instagram, and Facebook. We look forward to hearing from you.